to Beyond the Ring, a podcast that covers all things in the stock show industry from the informative to the insane, starring Ryan Rash. Life is hard, but it is harder when you're stupid. And Dale Hummel. Great words from President Brandon. I don't work for you. Now on with the show. Welcome to Beyond the Ring. This is Dale Hummel, along with co-star Ryan Rash. Hello, hello, hello. Almost live from Louisville. Can we say that, Ryan? No, that was a terrible idea, and don't ever have it again. (laughs) To explain what's going on here, we're actually recording at the North American, but we're back in our hotel. We had a live recording and and autograph signing and things at Cowpokes today, I believe, at 1 o'clock, and and that that went well until we had a Google issue where the the sign-in to the podcast host, something was out. The Russians, the Chinese, somebody was was screwing with us. So we weren't able to record, but I, I do want to say thank you to the many, many Listeners that came out to to get pictures and signatures and and just felt great to have have your support there and and it is appreciated buying t shirts supporting the Beyond the Ring Junior Livestock Association all those things combined and this was at Cowpokes today and I want to give them a thank you for hosting that for us and getting everything set up I, I greatly greatly appreciate it they had everything working well Google Google did not today so it wasn't definitely wasn't their fault and a special shout out or thank you to to Molly Judd. One of the managers there that that uh, took care of getting all this set up the last last week, and and it is appreciated very very much. Yeah. And we're happy to be in the North American. It's kind of winding down. I believe the goat shows are some of the last shows and a few cattle shows to finish up, but but it is winding down. It, it's good. Um, I did want to bring up Ryan. We we hear about all the labor shortages and. And I, I can attest to this. I know it was difficult when they're trying to get things cleaned out, I believe, from the dairy goats or pigs for the lambs to move in on the market side and then between the lamb show and the goat show. And I talked to some of the officials here at the North American, and, and they just can't physically get people hired. And then, unfortunately, sometimes you, you have to hire whoever you can find, and they just don't understand. They haven't been through it before. So it makes it makes it very, very difficult. But was what was very, very encouraging all of a sudden, we have exhibitors waiting out there to get in, and the pins aren't up, so it, it's hectic. The the superintendent on the goat side, super friendly, personable, doing everything he possibly can to accommodate, so that's appreciated. And because he took that kind of attitude, we went through the line and was very pleasant. A lot of exhibitors kind of jumped in and, and rolled out the tar paper and, and did some of the things that need to be done that that normally would already be set up, and we just pull in. But it was good that people kind of pulled together for that. Yeah, Ryan, we're where would you like to go for current events? Is there such a thing? I've been in mm. Louisville. I don't care about the real world. <laughs> that's good. That's a that's a better way to live our lives, I believe. You're talking about the labor shortage and how it's yeah. affecting stuff here and our own industry. Just this morning on Fox News, it said that like a record number of people quit their jobs in September. That is that is really discouraging considering where we're at. It's wild. Mm, yeah, that that doesn't add up, and yet the the Biden Chameleon administration they they have to see it, but they pretend like it doesn't exist. Speaking of the Chameleon, how's CNN and the Chameleon's relationship lately? Well, Camel Toe and Joe are having some issues, <laughs> and um, major issues. CNN put out a report that there's a bunch of infighting, and then they try to like walk it all back, and then at the infrastructure bill signing, the announcer or the MC of this lovely event was not aware that the camel toe was going to speak and so she just takes the podium and he announces her as somebody else and she tries to laugh it up oh she's next or something 
it was a hot ass mess. But just tonight, like 30 minutes ago, while I'm waiting on Dale to get done with the goat show, one of the White House reporters gets an email from somebody that he says is deep, deep connected on the inside there at Washington and told him it would be worth his time to review the procedure in the Senate and the Congress for putting a new vice president in place. I thought you were going to say president for a second. No, vice president. I, I vote for both. And and the third in command, your your lovely friend. And he, I mean, he. this literally was breaking 30 oh. minutes ago. But, like, what does that mean? Does that mean Joe's out and Camelto's president and they have to get a new vice president? Or they're removing Camelto? Like, which way is it going? The way you read, read it, I guess I initially took the replacing her. But maybe it's the maybe it's the other that would I mean they would have to replace her if, if either way they have to replace her. So I don't even know the reporter's name, but I saw his face and he's he's not he's older gentleman glasses whatever. Like this guy is not so, like somebody young and like just trying to like get on TV and get a bigger story or whatever. Like he really thinks something's about to shake out. There, there's two two scenarios here. There's no question. I, I keep watching it. I don't know if he's getting worse or you're just more. I I don't know. But if you watch Joe try to walk, try to try to do anything on his feet or just on spur of the moment without absolute intense Oz coaching and a teleprompter and somebody to guide you to the podium and hold your hand to get all of the things, it's a it's a mess. I think the American public on an increasing level is realizing that he has no cognitive ability, even though all of us and our listeners have known this for a while. I think even the, the, the left is starting to say, well, this, this is embarrassing and it is embarrassing. And at the same time, you have the chameleon that is also off the radar, everything. There, there's nothing good about it. Can't communicate, can cackle a little bit. That about covers it. So with, with that, I can see either one, but that makes, I, I put a little more validity into it, Ryan, because of that inner fighting between Joe and the chameleon, I guess either, if they dismiss either one, isn't that admitting that they're a mess, that this is a, a train wreck? So if oh, they, I'm sure it is, but like, which I mean, again, this literally came out 20 minutes ago, but like, I, I don't know how you do this. He is not going to leave if it's him that's getting the boot. He's not going to leave. So they're either going to have to invoke the 25th, or I don't like. Can you do that on the vice president? No, I'm talking about Joe. Oh, for Joe, I don't even know yeah. how you get rid of the vice. I don't even. I, I, does Joe just say you're gone? You're fired? I, I would I have assume no she idea. would have to resign. Is what it is. And I'm sure they could talk her into that. I would assume. But then she's head in charge. She has less favorability than he does in the polls. Maybe it's a, a Pelosi master plan, and we we dismiss a second one here in a few months. She literally has less. Positive. I mean, I, I think her approval rating was like 27% in the last poll. Yes, His it was. 38. So, yeah, it's worse. Yeah, bad So, either worse. she's going, either they're going to have to use invoke the 25th to get him out and make her the leader of the free world, which, Lord help us all. I mean. <laughs> Lord help us all now. Right. And, or it's so bad and it's so ugly. Between those two, that 
she's going to resign. Like, we're not even a year in. And this is the most dysfunctional administration ever. I think they, if if they're truly going to do this, the rest of the party or Oz or somebody has realized it's so bad we can't fake it for another three and a half years. So we just take the beating now, get it over with, and hope we can recover. But when we do that, we're admitting that this party is a wreck. Greg and Jesse were on the five, and this is when this was all breaking. And it's like, it was like they said, either way, like, because they they said that, like, we, because this email didn't say, you know, so-and-so's out. That's why you need to study on how you get a new vice president or whatever. But whoever this person is that they try to appoint and get approved as the new vice president, if any of this thing happens, Craig and Jesse were like, that's who's running in 2024, people. That That's the Democratic person. And so they went through and they were like, uh, Mayor Buttplug, Pelosi, <laughs> uh, you know, like Bernie. This is, a, this is terrible. Uh, all this stuff. And they're like, this is. I mean, it was, it was it was funny, but like what they were saying is right. When you go through the short list, you realize how we ended up with Joe and the hoe. Because the other options are probably as bad or worse. And I think if Biden and Oz or Oz would have allowed Biden to stay true to what he told people he was going to do as president, he would not be nearly as bad as what he is, but all of that went out the window as soon as he liked it. He was going to be a unifier and, uh, you know, bring everybody together, and he was still a moderate and all this other shit, and then Oz gets Biden elected and ha not what the American people voted for. So, yeah. Hot ass mess. Period. Period. Goes for him. Absolutely. He would still be completely non-coherent, and that allows Oz even an easier path to totally controlling. Okay. Well, that that's enough on that one. I want to bring up one thing. We don't have to talk about it much, but I had to bring it up. The $1.8 trillion revised tax and spend monster, monster bill came through analyzation in, in the House Budget Committee or, or wherever it was to actually – Long term, they're hiding a lot of things. It's four point nine trillion. So I'm hoping we have a couple senators that will say no, no, no. Their big deal was they were going to like pass this the same time as the infrastructure bill. Mm-hmm. The I don't even know his name, but whoever is underneath Pelosi on the Democratic side in the Congress, but no uh, idea. Yeah, I can't think of his damn name now. But I see, I, I saw his interview today. They are now saying that they hope to pass this before the end of 2021. I, yeah. I, I, I feel better today than I ever have that it won't happen. I, this maybe is what, I just wish the 11th, 12th, 13th November. I don't know. But like, so he's thinking that he's backpedaling, is what I'm saying. Very much so. Yeah, and I remember, then, I remember when it was going to be today, it was going to be tomorrow, or the first of next week, or before he goes to the. Green crazy ass summit or, or whatever he went to too many times. It's not happened. Right. And the other thing is I was just not paying enough attention, but so the reason that some of these people wanted to wait and wanted to wait is they, when you put n- new bills up, these people go through it and they get a price tag and then they figure out 
who it's going to affect and all this stuff. And so today it comes out from one of these congressional bill people things that go through this and figure out how it's actually going to work and who it's going to affect. Uh, that whole Joe's promise not to tax, no new taxes for anybody under who makes under $400,000 a year, that would be a lie. Yes, absolute lie. That would but be I mean, a lie. Yeah, no no question. It's, it's 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 a bad situation. When everybody fully understands what's in that bill, if, if everybody fully understood it, I, I just don't think they'd tolerate it. I, I think something would have to happen. Okay, we're getting long on current events, but we have to talk about your hero, Kyle. Oh, I, 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 okay, I'm going to get in. Like a lot of hate mail. Yes, that's that's fine. why that is why I brought it up. Okay, the, the whole Rittenhouse nonsense. I don't know if any of y'all watch this trial. How, how could you miss it? But whoever is the attorneys that are prosecuting this child, they are just pathetic. Okay, like I don't. They're bad. But I think it's the county or state prosecutor. I, I don't know who they're. They're joke. They, Total they are joke. really, really tragic. Of course, growing up in Texas. In the livestock show industry, I have known teenagers my whole life who have been trained around guns, know how to hunt, know how to probably kill people, dispose bodies, whatever you want to do, and totally safe. They understand the process. They've been taught. They've been trained. They've educated all that. So I have absolutely zero problem with a teenager who has been educated, taught, responsibility, all this stuff. I have as many firearms as you want. I have a whole arsenal. This boy does not need a gun. And that's just period, paragraph, the end. He does not need a weapon at all. The boy is stupid. Do we do we uh, appreciate the principle? I, I, I don't I, Dale, again, you are the one that advocates shooting random people in the yes, kneecaps. That's what I'm saying. I think he's I think he was justified in everything he did. Uh, it's, it's, Not only that, I'm with you. I wish it was an older person and more experienced. But if a dozen well-trained gun owners showed up there and were willing to to stand up when I watch those videos again, Ryan, of those people just busting police cars, lighting businesses, those sons of bitches I probably that shouldn't is say not it. who he shot at, though, sir. They they were right. They were all part of it. Yes, they were doing that as well. They very he well. shot the one of the first one he shot that that pulled, pulled the gun on him is a child molester, convicted yes, child but molester. Did, okay, I agree. I'm not saying the people that he shot at are great people, but he did not shoot at him because oh, you're a child molester. Bang bang. No, no, no. I I understand that, and I you can't just I, not that I would disagree with shooting every one of those riders in the kneecap. I would love it, I, and I think it would stop it. I think if you took out a hundred or so of those kneecaps in one city, no, no, no more in any well, other. You're going to get a chance. Just load up and go down there to Kenosha when the verdict comes out. No, we get thrown in jail, but it would stop it, and I think those people deserve it. I believe they deserve it. White, black, purple, green. I don't care what color they are. I don't care if they're male or female. If you're busting shit up and, and businesses and, and doing things to, to people's lives that they spent their entire lifetime building and sweating and, and working their ass off, why do these people that bust their ass and, and do things the right way have to sit back and take this? If I'm a business owner there, game on, period. I'm, I'm done. So I, I respect, I don't think we should have a 17-year-old probably up there doing that. But I can accept that he was maybe there with good intentions. 
whether it be to, See, to try to stop the, it. That, that's the one thing that I'm not sold on. I, I, I do. And let me say, I do not think this child is going to get convicted uh, of the murder part. I don't know if they're going to like dumb down the charges and he's going to get like a slap on the wrist or whatever. And do I actually believe that this child is a cold blood murderer? No, because I don't think he has the intelligence to be a cold blooded murderer and like plan and plot this. I'm just being real, real honest there. But I, th- this thing was bizarre. Like the one guy that he shoots that lives, the prosecution has him <laughs> on the stand and they're talking about the incident and they ask him a question and he says, No, actually, I pointed my weapon at him first. Like, it, amazing. How, how is that even possible? I was like, Did y'all not practice this before? It, like, it just, it just shocks me. Absolutely shocks me. I mean, it, and didn't one of the witnesses come back when the prosecutor asked him, have you been coached in any manner or asked to change your, and he says, well, yeah. Yeah. By you. And I mean, uh, <laughs> are you kidding me? I mean, it is just, it is laughable. So but- I, I my, my take is, yeah, he does not come across maybe the most intelligent. It probably wasn't a good idea. I don't think he went there. I I do not like. I would send a hit person there. My, my thing is that is I I do not think he went there with the intent to shoot anyone at no, all. I don't, do not I don't give me that. that. I don't. I don't want you to think. I think he went there with the intentions to play cowboy and all this other stuff and got in over his head and had to shoot at people. But I do. I, you say his intentions were pure and all this other stuff. I don't think so. No, like, I, I think. I think what, what you he said right there, there is like, dead on. Oh, I'm going to like. Yes. Not to I'm shoot, but be just look badass. cool and, and think that he's helped. But I, and I think I'm sure that he would prefer to help those businesses. But I think you're dead on. He he went there kind of like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to stand up and do something. It's going to be kind of cool. And all of a sudden it got way out of hand. That, way, that is way it. out so, of hand. That, that's the one thing. And his intention here is not really on trial, but. The left media is spinning it, so whatever. But I think, you know, I'm always honest. Fox is really spinning it too far for this kid. Like, I mean, they're making him out to be a hero almost, like in some areas. And I'm like, I I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm good. I'm I'm good there. We need we need those riot and bastards to fear people like him. I'm just like, eh, y'all are going a little far. But his intentions on it, I think, like. Basically, I'm just like saying, I think he went, I'm going to go play cowboy. And then he got in over his head. But I do think he's going to get off. I have no problem with educated, responsible people of any age having a whole, you know, like house full of weapons. Go right ahead. At this point, and and being allowed to use them to protect yourself, your property, anything you need to do that someone is coming at you, period. And I could go further. Yes, we know you could go okay. further. Okay. I just I just want to be very clear. I I have no doubt in my mind he will not be convicted of murder. And and that is a very good thing. But it could have went the other way so easily. And if he's in another state, you put him in Illinois and do that, it's he's done. It's over. It's bad. So yeah, I, I think a lot of a lot of interesting things there. One last thing, Ryan, I had a question for you. What happens when you change our energy policy and we, we all of a sudden go from the one of the first times in history as energy independent 
And then for some reason, we cancel every one of those policies. So we have to be relying on OPEC and those things. $5 gas. Yep. And then you've got special Chucky Schumer coming out and say, well, we better tap into those reserves, the, the, the national reserves that, that are only used under wartime or emergencies. Nah, they Trump filled those babies all back up for them. So they want to tap into them so they can maybe bring that gas price down and, and get a little pat on the back from the, the average person out there that doesn't understand why gas prices come down. How do they plan on refilling those? They just print some more money? I'm not sure, but again today, the L3 or the L5 pipeline, I can't remember what number it is, but like they still, that was out in there again today that they are continuing to look like to close that. So Chucky is saying, oh, we're going to tap in the reserves, and they're still trying to think about closing another pipeline. Uh, and I, it, is, it is truly bizarre. Oz, oh, and, I, I wish I knew who you were. You know, and you know, Oz, somebody and, was, Oz somebody, and Kyle need to meet up, maybe. Oh, no, 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 bad idea. Somebody was under <laughs> testimony, and they were asking him, do you know exactly how many? The, no one. No one in this administration, the left hand does not know what the right hand's doing. <laughs> oh, no, I got nobody. <laughs> I mean, it is just like insane, organized chaos, herding cats. Like I, I, I think that is part of the reason it is so bad. Is every decision gets worse, and they're trying to spin that. And the next person's answering, and they don't know. So I, whoo, it's a lot to take in, <laughs> a whole lot. I think Jen Zaki may die of a heart attack before this is all said and done. Poor girl, it's like, wearing on her. It is. It has got her. She's on looking edge. rough. She has COVID. Great. It's great. Uh, I I don't feel sorry for her, but I'm no. telling you, she is getting more frazzled. Every single day. And like it was so evident today because Joe and Zing, Ching, whatever his damn name is, I don't even know, had, I don't know if it was a Zoom conference or like whatever, but they met last night for like three and a half hours and it was televised and they screened. And so they were showing footage of like when Joe was asked about his relationship. And I guess this was during the Hunter Biden stuff when, you know, people were saying that Joe was compromised and China owned him. And that, like, you can hear Joe, we are not old friends. And last night when Zing, Jing, Ching, Chong, Chong, whatever, Chai, maybe, <laughs> is, um, you know, making his introduction to this three and a half hour talk that was basically about nothing, uh, he said, And I am so glad to be back with my old friend, Joe Biden, the president of the United States. And, (laughs) like, they asked her that day. I think she just about lost her shit everywhere. So, hot ass mess. It is. I I agree. And I I could go on. We're not going to. But this China, Russia collaboration at different levels and how far Ooh. they're pushing us. Russia yeah. and Ukraine like are almost at the point yeah, of war tonight. They're, they're, they're I forgot about as, that. They've put they've been building up for weeks and and we have we no, have something nothing. happened tonight that went really bad too. I don't know because like No, it's it's going to happen and you know Brett what we'll Bear do? even said that this is like critical like whatever happened. We're imminent. Tonight. It's going yeah, to happen. It's terrible. 
And and also Taiwan, it's going to happen. And we're going to sit back and watch it. And once they take those two, guess what they're going to do next? It won't be us, but they'll grab somebody else. And Joe's going to sit back and maybe not even be aware of it and go order some ice cream. No idea. Are you ready for main topic? Yes. And again, this is one of those out of those 10 great ones you texted a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. I think I think it'll be good. Before we get into that, again, okay. thank you to, to Boxel Manufacturing. They actually coordinated with Cowpokes here at Louisville and got the Rash Hummel 24 t-shirts down to them, which I, I believe they're, they sold out shortly after we left the last three or four extra larges. And I apologize. Uh, they, they went a little faster than, than we thought. And I think the smalls and mediums went out quick. So there, there were a lot of people showing up that those sizes were There was only there. large and extra large when we showed up there today, yes. sir. There wasn't much left, and and I think there was only ten. <laughs> yeah, they were they were down, and they they didn't get them at the beginning, but but not far from it. So if those of you out there are still searching for those, I, I believe the best place to find them is on Boxel's website. What I think you should do if you want a Rush Hummel T-shirt, and by the way, the BTRJ LA gets money <laughs> if you buy one. I think you should go to Boxel headquarters, sit on Mister Boxel's yard, and riot and protest till you get one. That's no, I, I think that's a brilliant idea. I think that's perfect. It would work, I think. I think he would cave under pressure. I, th- I think that's what you'll You might do. get free ones, even. I think I think y'all need a demonstration. He yes. is prejudiced and discriminatory against small children because there were not enough small sizes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I think we've got a lawsuit, maybe. I do, too. But in all seriousness, thank you, Boxel, Mr. Boxel. We appreciate you and everything you do. We just need more shirts now. Thanks. Yes, and and I had ordered two blowers, and they were kind enough to deliver them here at Louisville. I just got some single blowers this time, and holy cow, that's the first time I used one of those single blowers. He did not use Jack. I was there. It was Craig. (laughs) No, I got the first one out of the box and tried it out, and it was was comparable to a double blower that I'm I'm used to using. So I, I, I I am all in. We have to get a longer cord. I didn't order the longer cord, but that... That or hose, hose? Say. yeah, hose. Sorry, that that would be the only thing that I would would, and, and we just like a longer one so we can go down the line on, on the different fitting stands. But it it was pretty darn impressive. So, Mister Boxel, well done once again for our title. What is balance? Actually, it's it's called balance. It's it's called balance. Phrase. Please start. <laughs> and I had this topic like a couple weeks ago, maybe ten days ago. I don't know. They just come to me and I send them to Dale and he says whatever he says. But I think balance is something that needs to be addressed because I think it is a term that people use generically and just throw And I'm not just talking about like when people are sorting or judging stock. I'm talking about when they're just talking about them to either their friends or just like other people, whatever. They just, oh, well, that one's balanced and throws that out. And I don't think people really understand what balance is anymore or at least what i consider balance and so i might be the one off and that's fine but i'm gonna give my opinion on it and so and i I think real quick i think you're in the same position i am i agree with you i I, when i hear somebody use it more times than not I'm, i'm questioning myself and i think it is used as a generic term now but lots of factors come into it but I just don't think it's defined the same by different people. And I think people, I guess, differ in their background and, and we're at a product of that environment. So I, I think 
if you ask people what it means, they're genuinely going to give you an honest opinion that's different. And then you may have some that just use it, but there's a lot of variation. I don't know. I don't understand how there is. I, I understand that in all assessment of livestock, that there is going to be differences because it is just opinions. But I think this one is too far out there that like we need to like kind of get on a more even kill here. And so like just to set this off. Yesterday, I was an official the senior college judging contest. I listened to Steers, and uh, anyhow, I'm not going to get How'd in. How'd that go for you? Uh, we're not going to get into <laughs> deep, 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 dark details of that. I loved being an official. I loved the judging contest. Unfortunately, we didn't, uh, not me, but the contestants did not see this class or handle this class very well that I had to listen to. But the steer that was last. I told them in the critique that I had judged dairy steers at the Wisconsin State Fair that had more muscle than this calf had. And he was just a long, long sided calf that had a lot of hair and he had no sh- devoid of shape almost and all this other stuff. But it, in reasons, a lot of people think that you have to say, something positive about every animal. And so most people would throw in on this one that he was balanced. And I was like, no, no, he's not. Not at all. (laughs) You did not agree. You cannot be devoid of all shape and dimension and still be called balanced. No, you can be really good in some of the other areas. Does not matter. it, it, It just doesn't work. And like, just to start it off, I, I I want just the definition. If you just look up the term balance and read the definition and even distribute distribution of weight enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady, a condition in which an elements are equal and on the correct proportions. Now I love that one. I love it. So that's what Webster's tells you it is. And so, like, I think people need to look that up and read that for themselves, and that will help us get to a better place on this issue. Because <laughs> just because you're long and hairy does not mean you're balanced. It does okay. not. And does I have not. a great analogy for that one. Oh. Uh, speaking of, of Mr. Webster, and this will maybe prove, prove why we have issues with it, because I think you can find a parallel, at least in another term. And I'll just, I'll just Ryan, briefly define what you believe to be and, and not believe, but what, what is in, we'll say in cattle, use that as an example, femininity. What is feminine in cows? Yep. What's a more feminine or, or femininity or, or just here? What would you, when you, if you use the word, this is a more feminine female or, or not okay. in general, not like um, feminine fronted, but just I think it general starts term feminine. Just feminine. Like, yes. I, think it, I would say primarily a lot of it is head shape and that they, look refined and female-like in the qualities about their head, neck, and shoulder. I I don't think it means that they have to be... I have seen feminine animals of all kinds, of all species, regardless of how thin or thick their neck was, okay? I want to put that out there. Agreed. And so, like, that part, I don't think it's that, but 
Yeah. No, so, I think I think that's really good. And and I this and I take this back to when I was coaching judging teams, and we'd have to be very careful. And I I was a little stubborn about how they used the the term feminine. If we talked about a more feminine fronted female, little cleaner, longer headed, pretty cool neck, good shouldered, just I mean what you would envision is refined and more feminine. I think that's I think everybody could be on that page. That one's not much to argue about. But I can remember at that time, especially the West and even the the South versus the North and and maybe the Northeast, in in our part of the world, when someone would use the term feminine, more times than not, and this was when we had some very big, very hard cattle that were just hard doing, pretty narrow, pretty tall, but long faced, long necked. Not not like today, because today we'll take that same animal and get them so fat that they look a little wider and a little easier doing. But if you go to Webster on, on feminine, it, the definition comes up very similar to the ability to produce offspring efficiently year in and year out. Does that refined head and that refined neck and those things necessarily do that? If no. they're a hard yeah, if they're a hard bodied one that you can count the ribs on, you turn that sucker out as far as a cow, what happens? She's gonna get harder. She's not gonna have enough body condition to probably come into heat and reproduce efficiently. So when we would use the term or, or I noticed some people would prefer, especially that lean more on the commercial side or that those parts of the country, feminine to them were the big bodied sound we don't need them coarse shouldered or coarse headed moderate within within terms in terms of that that head and neck and things like that but if we put those stupid long 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 faces on them guess what usually comes with that the narrow long harder doing animal but if we we moderate and still keep it really correct or refined how, however you want to say it you like ryan said you can put those other like that you can put the other pieces in there and i think it works to me fleshing ability and ability to function in terms of get around and skeletal soundness, those things come into play for me when I just use the term feminine. But we we talk about one of those kind to, to a certain official or, or a certain group, they're going to think feminine, long, long-necked, long-faced, hard, don't care if they can move, don't care how much body they have, long and narrow a little bit. So, I, And I think because people see it differently or been taught or coached or the first time they were exposed to that term, that's what goes to their head. And I, I don't know, I, I think there's a little bit of that imbalance, but I don't think anybody ever just sits down and discusses what is what is feminine, how does it truly relate to things, what is balance, and I think there's a lot of different opinions. But Ryan, you said it so well with that Webster definition. Doesn't that just seem simple? I think it is, but evidently other people don't. No, I agree. With, I, I see it exactly like you do. <laughs> Again, when I don't care what species it is, but when like, those animals come in and whether it's their first impression or all this stuff, I think you can dissect many different portions of that animal and describe them different ways. But if I'm, and I don't use balance in reasons very much. Like I don't say, Oh, this one really gives a very balanced look because that's a little generic and, you know, not very descriptive in my part, not specific. So a little, but, a little bit like checks all the boxes for you. Yeah, no, I hate that term. I don't hate oh, a balanced look, but I thought you, I thought I you really liked that don't. one. No, no, I hate that term. Oh. But uh, I heard that several times this week, and my skin crawled. But anyway, how, how did you get to watch any shows today? Uh, I did. Yes, I. Uh huh. <laughs> We're gonna move right on. Um, and so, but like when they come in, if they're like really, you know 
pus gutted and ugly shouldered or like super tight wound, you know, cylindrical bodied ones. Although those aren't balanced animals. And most people, I think, just read balance from the point of the shoulder forward. And that I don't. I think it's a no. whole look. They read balance from the point of the shoulder forward. You don't think they do? I don't. I just don't know how you could. I think a lot of it is that. I really, really? do. I, I honestly haven't dove into it and thought that much. But uh, yeah, like maybe like when you hear that term in. come up, that's what they're talking about. That's what they're describing. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good thing you're educating me on it because I, I when I when I hear that term, I think of basically Webster's definition. Yeah, I know, but I'm telling you, you're not listening to what the people on the microphones are saying. No, I, I hear them say it. I just don't think it's accurate, like I, you're saying. I, I I assume they're just missing it. I you're not listening to what the people on the microphones are saying. <laughs> okay, saying because normally when they're talking about balance. They're talking about the point of the shoulder forward, and I just don't think that they doesn't stop there. Well, I and, would talk about how that neck attaches to the shoulder and how that shoulder's assembled, those kind of things. But, like, I guess if there is something on that, the best way for me to point it out is, like, if there's a portion of that animal that is to the extreme, especially probably in a negative connotation, I don't think you can call them balanced. I, I think that is a great way to put it. And to me, I, and if I think the standard, what most people, I'm, this is not my opinion, but if I'm trying to guess what others are talking about, I see it as, and, and, and again, I'm not disagreeing with you, Ryan, because I, I, I don't know. I always thought, and, and I, I can call these poor balanced. I, I thought some of the real deep chested animal that cuts up pretty high into their That's flank. That's in the front end. But, it, I mean, that is. But then also come pretty tight up into the flank and narrow behind. But I, I, I can give a couple specific examples of just one from each species. that I, You can have good animals or animals that are popular in the show ring that maybe someone called bow. I, I don't know. Think about those some of those show lambs that are about an inch and a half, two inches wide between their front legs, and they've got a monster ass on them. I have issues with that in terms of balance, and that's being particular maybe just in my head. I have issues, Ryan, this one I thought of when you said if they're extreme in one area, you just over over the top, especially in a negative way. What about some of the cattle out there? We don't have to mention any breeds, okay? Remember that part. Mm-hmm. That hit the ground so narrow, and they're so flat ribbed, and they're so narrow up in their chest, yet we get them really fat, and we get them really hairy, and all of a sudden we're talking – and they, maybe they move okay. We'd start talking about those animals if they give you a profile as being balanced well, but they're so narrow down there and they're so obesely fat. You've got this ill-shaped animal sitting on four sticks that come down about touching each other. That's not balance in my mind. That would be the epitome of the, the, the opposite of balance. And in the goat arena, this is wearing on me. We're, we're looking at some of these front ends, these chests, and, and grabbing those wide-chested ones, which is great. But a lot of times we're on the verge or already outside the skeleton. It's just almost falling apart on you. It just doesn't work for you longevity. You go people don't care about that. No, they, it's a positive. The wider the chest, the better. You and go more times don't than not, care about that. We're, we're envisioning. We see that these some of these people, and not all, but some of them, and I want a wide chest. I do, but I want to assemble that shoulder correctly, and I want it to balance. So we got these big old wide shoulders on some of these fat, narrow-ass goats. 
they get progressively narrow as you go from that shoulder that because it's usually outside of itself has no correlation to muscle. We come back into this flat, narrow hip and leg. That is the inverse of balance in my opinion. It's, 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 you talk about those being too far out of one just because they're, they're wider chested, get behind them and make sure there's something there too on the wash rack or slick shore. And I know we can fluff the hair up and we can make it look close, but don't, don't just study that, that chest and assume it comes back. There are some that are wide chested. Their shoulders are put together correctly. They come back into an equally wide hip and in, in rear stance. And that's great. That's where I want to be. But there's so few goats that can do it because you're playing right in that line. And a lot of these that are bucked over as babies, and I promise you, I raised plenty of them. They're the ones that are pretty popular, but they're also either on the verge or outside of their, their self up front. So that is not balance. No, no, no. I, this... But I know you like those kind, Ryan. So I'm going to. Right. <laughs> yeah. Love them. Great. Oh. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the goat barn today. And it's been a while since I've spent a lot of time at a national major goat show. And I I don't know if I need to anymore. <laughs> you were very popular. Very uh, well, popular I know, today. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, and, and I just was like looking at all the goats that were showing. And I don't think you. You, you are a care. bad spectator at I shows, aren't you? I don't think you people care about structure enough. I'm just going to be I, honest. I, I wish you wouldn't include me in that. I did, I, you people. There were lots. Of goats in that ring, that and all over the ring, crippled, crippled, all over the ring, and it, it just they do. Ryan, they're they're this way at all the shows, and I raise some. I I'm see, not going to pretend go. any different. I can't go. I can't. But go. they're there, and it, and 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 it. I everybody's going to have some. It just is what it is, and I'm not afraid to admit that we. Right, we, and I'm not. I'm, don't not, make I'm not calling out anybody on this. I'm just saying there was a large portion but of animals that went through that speaking, ring today. They know very few judges are calling it out and, and emphasizing and putting any of their emphasis in terms of their mind calculations on where those animals are going to go because of skeleton. And, and when we're hyper extending in rear hocks, we're way over up front, we're, we're pushing our top up, something terrible on the move, terrible pasterns. I think I needed a Xanax and I don't take I, you, I was People, I was worried for him today. Ooh, he would, he couldn't stand still for it. It was like you were having anxiety. I thought I was the one rough. that needed anxiety medicine. It was rough, but I was way better today than you. Way better. Rough, but and so anyway, I think we're getting off topic. We do, but that's, that's and okay. I have not. By the way, and it is late in Louisville, and I have not had a single alcoholic beverage. So nobody say that I was drunk on the podcast because I didn't even have one yet. And but. we did. Clifton, our producer, and I did keep pushing that schedule back, and I could feel it every time we text. You didn't respond, but I could feel your presence. Uh, but I did not. But <laughs> when we're talking about this, this it's called balancing. Uh, and I even think, like, I definitely think in terms of you cannot have some extreme quality in a negative way and still called one balance i think that's it's a little bit on the positive side too and what i'm i don't mean like like you were saying like we want muscle in animals but like the super you know hulk hogan type ones that are like thing. i i think it's hard to call them balanced in some ways because 
while we like that muscle and we love shape and all this other stuff, since it's so extreme in some of these, I, I do think it detracts from an overall balanced, proportional look. And so I think it goes both ways. I know like if there's a glowing negativity thing that it, it I don't think you can call that balance. But in some ways, if we go too overboard on the other direction, I think it affects the same thing. Agreed completely. Absolutely. And this need to be talked about, Ryan. I, I was... I don't know that it's easy to explain to people how to see it and so forth, but the best thing I can say is just interpret Webster's definition of it. And again, I think there needs to be a push for everybody, (laughs) everyone that as we go throughout this and trying to make this industry better and all this other stuff, I think we are at a point that while we're trying to change, we're trying to evolve and trying to make these animals better. And we do every single generation. I think all species, they get better. I also think that we kind of rest on some things and just like, yep, that one's balanced or yep, this, that, and that, and, and it's not. And so it's kind of like the Biden administration. We just kind of sweep it under the rug and don't want to talk about it because even though things are changing, it's hard to make people understand how they're changing and how they're involving. So yet, even though the animals are changing and they're different, we're still using the same terms and a lot of the same stuff to describe them and talk about them. And it doesn't work. Agreed completely. That was, that was pretty easy. Wasn't it? I I did think it was hard. I I honestly, when when I I thought it was a good topic, but I thought it'd be difficult to try to explain. You got it. You got this. Very scared for my fate tomorrow at the goat. <laughs> Do you have any junior association announcements before we go into question and answer? Oh, yeah, I do. I do have a PTRJLA association announcement. And so Dale blames me for this. I don't know how it's my fault. Yes, but- I, 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 you are the spokesperson. You got to take the heat. You've had a lot of positive, but sometimes. I don't know how this We just get fault. to it. Get anyway, to it. So this very sweet young lady comes over <laughs> to us today. At the little supposed to be live podcast that never turned into a live podcast, but was a t-shirt signing selfie extravaganza thing. And she was talking. She's like, and I can't join the BTRJLA because I show breeding sheep. And I said, why? (laughs) And she's like, and she's like, well, I show breeding sheep. I said, and why does that mean you cannot join? I, the bottom line is she thought it is only for market animals. That is not the case. And Dale tells me this is my fault. No, I correct. Don't know. No, I, I admit to that. I, I absolutely because I, I think we. I don't know. It feels like sometimes we only. Right, he's blaming me, but he I'm doesn't saying know we, how. We so, we lean towards the market show sometimes. We talk about breeding animals. We okay. In her defense, we probably don't give an equal. We're not woke enough about giving equal experience to the to the. Frame, please do not frame, talk about frame, me being woke. Frame sheep you. world compared to the others, but we and don't we woke. don't talk a lot about the the doe goats and it just I mean we we talk about what's more in our wheelhouse and and it's not because they don't all deserve to be. Heck, we need to talk. I, I think the 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 people showing rabbits and dairy cattle and things that I don't have any idea about a dog show. I, I think that is great and they all need recognized, but 
We can only talk. I only feel comfortable speaking about. I do not speak about things that I no, have no knowledge or it authority work in. Very well. And and we, you no, can question our, like, our knowledge. I think that it, um, that is a lesson that people need to like figure out in the real life. If you don't know what you're so, talking about and have no authority, don't talk about it. So that's why we don't. But it is not just a market animal association. What this is is a livestock show, junior livestock association for sh- people that show livestock. We have goats, we have cattle, we have hogs, and we have sheep. We don't separate between breeding and market. Everyone is welcome in terms of sanctioning shows. Breeding shows can be sanctioned. Market shows can be sanctioned. Any, whatever show can be sanctioned. Whatever you show, whether it's breeding or market, you can, you can be a member. You can get points. You can win. We are not discriminatory. We are not racist. None of those things. So sign up, sanction your show, and be a part of this. And now, Dale, you cannot tell me that this is my fault. I have made you, it clear. You have. On the podcast, I am not discriminatory against breeding animals. Maybe, Thank maybe, you. A, and maybe a follow-up post for it, just in case somebody didn't hear this. I think there was a general misconception. Battle of the sexes. We let them both fight it out. General misconception, maybe that way in some people's minds. But I think you cleared that up. I think you got it. There you go. Is it time? Do we have to do this? Well, yeah, we got a little. We're shorter than usual. So, yeah, we. It won't. These aren't, but these are not, but these are easy. Would you like to- everybody that came over there today had a question and answer? They were helping. Yes, Dale, but not you know how me, long I, you know how them. long I remember those. You know that you had a pad and a piece of paper, sir. I know, but then I did. It just it just does. I can't hardly read my own writing. It, it's it, there, there. There's problems with it. So I went. I, I went, mean, everybody was like, uh, "We have a question answer." I was like, "Stop, <laughs> stop." Okay, we'll start with the easy one. The easiest one. This is mm-hmm. one that I took from that. The other two I had to pull off of Facebook. I did not pull up the email. I just never. I don't even know how to get into our email anymore. So anyway. Mm. Facebook Messenger Beyond the Ring is where I pull most of them off. The first one was today. Uh, this young person, and I apologize, I, I do not remember the name, disappointed maybe. Oh, good. And asked the question, where, where is the pink fur? Okay, look, people. The pink fur, I'm staring at the pink fur. I am the happiest about the pink fur. And I got this question like 900 oh. times today. It's 65 degrees in Louisville. Ryan, okay. don't you care what the listeners want to see? I care that I don't die of a heat stroke. I'm sure a lot of people have never worn fur before. Fur is very heavy. <laughs> and fur sweats. And it makes you sweat. And I sweat. I was standing there just watching the show sweating. It was causing me so much drama. As it was, if I would have had a 45-pound pink fur on i probably would have passed out and died the fur is here i am looking at it i am sorry that the weather got so warm and nice outside that it makes it impossible for me to wear such an item it's just the start of the fall i am sure there will be shows i did not buy this monstrosity not to wear but i do like Living and I like my life, so I don't want to die of a heat stroke. So I am sorry if it would have been colder. The only day that I w- was cold enough to wear the pink fur during the day probably would have been yesterday. And I don't even know if it was cold enough yesterday. And that was judging on this day. 
And I did probably would have given Dr. John Edwards and Scotty G mild heart attacks if I would have worn the pink fur there. So we left it in the room. But it is here. It's beautiful. If y'all want me to post a picture of it? I will, but stay tuned. It will show up somewhere. I, I have a request. Oh, God. It's good. It's very good. It'd be But you want me to just like take a mannequin okay. and put it out there on I display? Can you, you're not willing to do this for the listeners. I can clearly hear that clearly in your voice. You have rationale for no. it. I'm not going to argue about that at all. My, my children are showing in the, the Market Goat Show tomorrow here in Louisville. So it's going to be a fairly busy day. But I would be willing to wear that fur for like until 8.30 or 9, just so people could see it. I do not think – it is hot in there. <laughs> There's 9,000 million goats. You just said earlier, I couldn't stand still. I was under duress. <laughs> this is not a good idea. And then what do I do with it later? No chance of – It weighs – We can put it in a chair or something across the show box. Oh, my God. I'm not putting it in a chair. I could sign <gasps> – I, I would sign it for you for you're nothing. Not no charge. No code. charge. You are not signing my co- – move on. Next Okay. There, you're going to like this because there's one one person unusually that I read them, get a chance to read them sometimes because I, I was pulling these up as we were speaking today again. But this is a two-part question, so it's going to count for two, Ryan. Two. Oh, and I can God. recap for you if you need. Uh-huh. I, I'm looking at it now. I don't know who this is from. I apologize. But they will remember. <laughs> I, I took a screenshot, so I, I don't know. Question for consideration. Or we could say a question for question and answer. Either way, you all, I'm going to say from the South. What do you think? Uh, yeah, so that would be a probably good answer. Often talk about livestock brokers. Where does one find good brokers? It seems like everyone in my area already has a broker, and few brokers that are around tend not to stray from current clients. What did it, now say that again? They don't what? We'll stop that. Make that a question itself. You all often talk about livestock brokers. Where does one find good brokers? It seems like everyone in my area already has a broker, and the few brokers that are around tend not to stray from current clients. He's saying they don't add new clients? He doesn't know how to – yeah, they don't – he doesn't think that in his area they add new clients, and he doesn't know where to find a reputable – I want to know where this person lives. But I, but anyway. What do you think most brokers would do about a new client? I think they would welcome them with – Especially if they had a checkbook that made them so happy. I think the whole thing finding one, uh, you just – like we've said on multiple topics, got to do your research. So – Go and if you're showing goats, get on Google if it works like it didn't earlier today, but now it's back working. <laughs> Go on Google and like if you're from Texas, show Goat Breeders Texas. Things will come up. There's lots of social media groups that have been formed about the different show species and stuff like that. You just got to like do your research to find the ones around you and then Go visit them, talk to them, see which one you click with. The breeder or the a breeder out. or broker, or kind of one and the same in some Any. cases. Any both. I think same, it's easier to find the breeders. Probably a little harder to find the brokers if you're not this person, and you'll you'll see in the rest of this. It hasn't necessarily maybe hasn't grown up in this and doesn't understand that procedure. But yeah, I I, I mean you ask ask people around. There's no no. No harm in, in asking those, especially those that are having success. And uh, Ryan has said this so many times about so many things. Go visit them. You, you'll know if it's a fit or not. And, and take the time to do that. You don't want that when you when you go find that broker. Not one. Not just obviously. We need to find one that gathers up good animals at a that will meet your goal. Not necessarily win the national show or win a county fair or somewhere in between, but meets your family's goal or goals. And then I think you better pay a lot of attention 
we talk about in this industry, raising our kids right, making our children better, better adults because of what they're doing. I believe you you need to pay attention and think, well, do I want my child spending a lot of time with this person? Period. I think that's very, very valid part of it, but that's another podcast topic. Okay, good. Okay, I'm going to, I got to find back to my, I kind of lost my, here we go. The second part of the question, you also talk about mm-hmm. judge selections. As a recent newbie for helping select cattle judges for the local fair, in addition to one other local show, what resources are available to find reputable judges? This is coming from a person with zero social background, so word of mouth doesn't always work for our club. I don't know what, I don't understand that part, the last part. Yeah, I don't either. But there are a couple of websites now that, and I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know what they are, because obviously I am not looking, I I do not need to look for judges, but there are a couple of websites that like, they do this, they, it's a kind of a search engine thing, like they put together information and they get people to turn in their profiles and all this other stuff and you can go on there and like hit Texas sheep and here's a list of Texas sheep judges and it gives you a little bit of their background and kind of what they are, what what they've judged and stuff like that. Now, the one thing that I'm, I think those are very useful sites, especially for this person. You're also kind of going on the honor system on those things. It's not like people have rated them or anything like that. So everything on there, it's not like we have fact checkers. Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that believe they should be, are very good judges and, Probably, if there were fact checkers, that would not be true. But um, there, there, there's a I very think, that is a very important statement because, and I'm gonna I apologize for for button in here, but it's the selection of those judges at any level. Again, we talk about families having different goals. Well, we need maybe a little different kind of judge for for different levels, or they're capable of adjusting from a a county show to a national show, and 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 they should be able to, but fitting the judge for the the given show and the given species and, and all those things. And we could go on and on the qualities of, of a good livestock judge. And we have another episode, Ryan, but I, I think, podcast I think a lot of things that Ryan and I talk about on the negative side in our industry could be prevented. And, and, and it's putting a lot on them because these people that are selecting most of the judges are volunteers or paid very little or nothing to do it. We expect them to have the same kind of experience that people that have lived in it that industry or that species all their time, that's not realistic that you can have a person always hiring the judge that has all that information. So those of us that that think we understand that and have more information than what they do and they make a selection, you think, gosh, why why would they do that? It looks like to me on the let's go to the bigger show level, Brian. When when someone goes through and does a, a market lamb show at uh, Phoenix or or Denver or one of the Texas majors all of a sudden that name is there and all the state fairs are grabbing it. And maybe at the next, there'll be another national show. But I think sometimes we bypass, how did they do at that show? Not just that they were hired to judge it, but how did they do or how did they get yes. there? Yes. And there's a lot of different ways that people will get there. It's, it's, we are like, so this is a new topic, but anyway, it is, but it's important. <laughs> very, too. very important. Uh, so that is what I would say. I would, and again, I apologize for not knowing the names of those websites, but I would, again, I would go to Google and I would put in the search livestock, like sheep livestock judge. And then those, 
those websites are going to come up and you can use them. And the other, since you said, because you said word of mouth is not really an option for you. There's that. And the only other thing that I could like tell you, you could do, which is going to contradict exactly what we just said, but (laughs) you can go to uh, like, most of the major shows have their judges listed on there. Mm, and I, don't, and I do not like there. that one. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, you may okay, get a great mind. one, but don't assume. Do not <laughs> assume. Very bad. Oh. Very, very. This is going to be a great topic. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna draw a little contrast between Ryan and I. Ryan gets asked. I'm, I'm very. Con- Fact-checking judges. I, I love it. <laughs> Ryan gets asked to judge more shows. I, I'm going to say this with foremost confidence. Than anybody on the planet, okay, and and he stays very yes, no, very honest. Whether he can or can't, very rarely will turn it down if it fits his schedule and you can cover his expenses. He's he's I he's there, and yeah. I, I continue to encourage him to keep doing that. Uh-huh. But he won't say why. Well, I I can recommend this person or that. I think you're very hesitant that you you can't control what they do, so you're very hesitant to to rec- make those recommendations. I do not like recommending yes. judges. Now at, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come all. out, and I because I see such a problem with this, and that doesn't mean I'm right. And now in my mind, obviously, I feel very comfortable, but I've got a little in my notes a list of of goat judges or sheep judges or cattle judges or some that can judge all species. It's not. I did not make any. No, of you list. didn't. You were on it. Does that count? <laughs> Oh, I thought I was like I did not make this. So no, no, you were you were you were in every single one. Um, so and again, I I'm not sent I'm not promoting sending it out. But when someone asks me to judge a show or or, or says, hey, do do you have a recommended recommendation for for judges? I a lot of times those some of those are maybe overqualified under what whatever it may be. I I shouldn't say underqualified, but overqualified or too busy to do everything. But I I do text that out and and I can assure you I had two or three people today that I saw out on the concourse or in the goat barn that came up and said, thank you. I, I really appreciate that judges list. Cause I just, I don't know where to find those things. And I, I, I really, they're being very open and honest. They, they just don't have access or haven't been in the industry long enough to understand it. And I, I'm not going to put anybody on that list that I don't feel comfortable with. I don't mean they're and, and I want everybody to know. And I tell the people usually this does not mean that they share my Opinions are going to sort them just like that. For example, uh, Scott Griner and Brad Angus would be on the the lamb sorting list. And guess what, Ryan? They like different kinds. They, yeah, but what they need to understand that that shouldn't matter. But the fact that you could probably figure out what kind they like, and they're going to do that consistently every time, just like we've talked about so many times. So, so it's not a certain type that I'm worried about. They sort, but honest, accurate, consistent, predictable, maybe would be a good part works with kids all those things. So, I'm not afraid to to send that out and again, I don't I don't need to send out to a lot of people, but the ones that I do, they're just appreciative because I think it's a battle for them to to find those judges and contact information. I am very hesitant to recommend people and I will be very honest about it and I will tell you why, not that this is part of this person's answer and we have so gone off topic on the question and answer of it all. It's always but better like- then. Always better. <laughs> First off, when they call or they text or they message and like, I can't do it. I'm booked. They're like, it is overwhelmingly is the question. Who can we get that has the following? Who can we get that will do it like you? Well, there's no one else like me. Oh, I I can second that. 
I can't. I mean, like, and I don't mean like I'm special, wonderful, and one. I mean, you know, all this. No, stuff you're that, you're you're a gay conservative. There oh, no, there's not another one on the planet. That, that, but like, there's just not anybody else like me. And so, like, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> that, that's hard. And then the other thing is, I have had when I've done this before. I like Dale has the list, and I know lots of people that I could say, "Oh, I know this person would do a good job," and all this other stuff. Well, that person has gone to that show, and for all parts, rhyme and reason, did a perfectly fine job, and they were disappointed in that judge or that person, not because they weren't enough like me, and so I think it puts. Well, if you would start wearing white shirts, black vests, I think it puts jeans. the person I recommend in an awkward position, puts me in an awkward position. And then on top of that, every person I know, or even ones that I don't, I, I have people message me all the time. Will you please recommend me? Will you please do that? And like some of them, I've never even met them before. <laughs> that doesn't work. No, no, like, no, don't do how that. How can I recommend you when I don't even know you? Agreed. So, I very hesitant. Yes. And and I think that's that's a good perspective to take as well. I, I get it. I, I guess I do it more out of just knowing the struggle that they have and they're very genuine and sincere that I just can't find anybody and I want to I want to find someone that at least has has your approval or has, has been out there doing it and does a good job. So lovely. This was this was good, Ryan. I, I wanted to thank you. Uh, it was enjoyable working with you, Senior College Day, and today I, I found enjoyable. Um, you, you definitely uh, enjoyable. Let's you, talk about what was enjoyable today. <laughs> we almost didn't get our goat weight cards in. No, we having were, hot we flashes. Had five minutes left. <sighs> yes, it was five minutes. It was fine. It, it was not fine. I was not fine. I was not fine at all. I don't think I'm going to make it through the market goat show tomorrow. You, you, had, you had a lot of anxiety today. And all these people were offering me booze, and I may take them up on it tomorrow. I'm just going to be <laughs> I, I, honest. I'm going to give you the green light and say, hey, I you need not it. today. See, see, Dale, you should feel bad for all those families that showed for me now after you've seen this. I am not good at this. It's bad for my health. No, it is terrible. Terrible. I mean, for my health. Terrible. But but you didn't even have a dog in the in the ring. I realized that, but I still no. I didn't. But I was just. You're, I, what I, I think, Ryan. You're just. I a, am a terrible show spectator. Oh, terrible. maybe the terrible. worst on the because you. Think I'm the worst. You take the placings personal. I take everything personally. I do not know why. Even though you have, you don't know a. I don't even know who that kid ring. is, but <laughs> I take it personal. By God. So what was you? You were standing there watching a class, and you, you say something to me. You really like this one, and. Next thing you know, we flipped that first and second. I thought you were gonna. I, angry. I thought you were gonna crash on me. I was. I was angry. Yeah, you were angry, and it was just a pair of switch. I know, I but angry. for that kid, I, I, I'm terrible. I am a terrible show spectator. Terrible. This, terrible, this is terrible, why terrible. I tell people I do not go to shows that I don't sort anymore because I do take it too personal. I do. It's bad deal. Bad deal. <laughs> Horrible. Okay. I'm well, going to need medication and booze tomorrow. I thought I was it. the one that needed anxiety meds, and there's no it's doubt wrong. you need it worse than me. I've, I've never denied that. Well, I, I didn't. I just didn't know you needed it. No. So, anyway, well, stay tuned for next week if I make it through. <laughs> you will. Until next week, be safe. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs>